Hello, Lumineers, to another episode of Quest for Five, your guide to the enchanting world of Disney Loracana. We're your hosts, I'm Faith, and with me is my co-host, Michael. And today we're going to talk about the latest news, some revealed set three strats, and how organized play went today, as well as opening some packs at the end. Of course, the biggest news is the announcement of Into the Inklands, set three. Uh, it's announced for being released at local game stores on February 23rd and mass retail on March 8th. So... Quick note, though, while, t- while we were at Organized Play, um, I was talking with our local game store owner, and uh, they actually told us that <clears throat> they were informed that this was subject to change. So uh, there could be some issues with delivery, or they, they could push it back. Um, I highly doubt they would consider moving it forward. Um, but uh, just keep in mind that that date might change. Um, also, of course, uh, announced for this, if you haven't seen yet, our location cards. We are absolutely stoked about this, aren't we, babe? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, the three focuses, the three property for set three are going to include DuckTales, Tailspin, and Treasure Planet. Not going to lie, I don't know what Tailspin is. Okay. Well, it's a good thing we're going to watch this movie. Um, it's, it's also an older Disney property, mm-hmm. um... I watched it as a child, cannot remember the plot, but I know there's an airplane involved. That's what I can remember. I don't think I've also watched DuckTales. What? (laughs) (laughs) I know. I think the only one of these that I've seen is Treasure Planet, and that was like a recent thing. Oh my god. And you give me crap for not (laughs) watching some of the Disney movies I haven't seen? (laughs) DuckTales is like considered, I don't know, seems like colloquially considered one of the best disney like properties i mean i've heard a lot about it i just don't think i've ever actually watched it okay well we are definitely watching these soon we're going to be doing actually this is a great time to plug it we're going to be doing bonus episodes for these three uh movies before the release of set three where we're going to watch the movies and then talk about what cards we'd like to see come out of it anyways back to the news about into the inklands uh, I love these three choices, DuckTales, Tailspin, and Treasure Planet. Treasure for... Planet will be fun. I like that idea. Mm-hmm. I love these three uh, because they just tie in beautifully with what appears to be the theme of adventure. And I'm really hoping that this is going to be where we get our first Atlantis card. Because what other property is going to tie in better with adventure than Atlantis? You know? I, I feel strongly. I think we might get our first card here. I don't know, Faith, do you want to take that bet with me? Do you think they're going to give it to us? Oh, 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 they're, they're... <laughs> <laughs> They'll put Atlantis in there. I'll say it. We'll okay. manifest it for you. Okay, thank you. Even if it's just one card, I'll be thrilled. Okay, more news about Into the Inklands. Uh, the starter decks are going to be Amber Emerald and Ruby Sapphire. Playing mats are going to be Moana and Stitch. And the booster packs, the poster children for those, are going to be Pirate Piglet, which has already been revealed um stitch and jafar the deck boxes will showcase what looks to be scrooge mcduck and peter pan or possibly um uh, robin hood i can't quite tell because the picture was a little fuzzy but um that's that's what we so we're at least going to get more cards around those of course another peter pan has also been revealed so that could be the deck box um other image but the other big news is that Team Lakana had a community call in, in the Discord about these location cards. And so I'm going to share the basics <clears throat> and character interactions about these. So 
First up on the basics, locations are played for the cost in the upper corner, same like any other card. They come into play horizontally, and locations have willpower and can be challenged directly. The locations have lore, which is gained passively during the set phase. So we're finally seeing what happens in that ready, set, draw. Um, important to note that these locations will give you lore even if they're empty, meaning they don't have any characters at those, at those locations. Um, some locations will be inkable, some are not, all have a cost to play. And willpower is just that, and locations can be challenged um, just like any glimmers. Um, okay, so is don't we already have a card from Treasure Planet? No. Or is that from Atlantis? Who's, who's the we John? We don't have any Atlantis yet. John Silver? Isn't that Treasure that Planet? That is Treasure Planet, yeah. Okay, You're is right. there only one Treasure Planet yes, card? Yes, there's only okay. one Treasure Planet so far. Okay, Um. and then my other thing. I'm assuming Scrooge McDuck is from DuckTales. I can't remember if he's in DuckTales. I think he is. Okay, because I don't know what Scrooge McDuck, is. he's um, also... He is the oh, wait, he's no. the duck from um, a Christmas Carol version. Yeah, I think I've seen him before. Actually, yeah. I think I've seen a picture of him. Oh, I'm I'm um, sure you have. He also, takes care of um, Louis, Dewey, and the third brother oh. of little ducks. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then also, when you said locations come into play horizontally, the cards are already horizontal. Yeah. So. Yeah. You don't, like, turn them like bodyguards. They are, mm -hmm. like, horizontal cards. Yeah, they are horizontal for two reasons. Um, actually, they noted in the uh, call chat, one was actually just because it was better for art reasons mm -hmm. to make them horizontal. And then the other bigger reason was that um, you want them horizontal so that we have, like, the mental, like, connection that, okay, locations can always be challenged. Mm -hmm. You know, there's no exerting them. Um, but... Leads us right into how characters interact with locations. Characters can move to locations even if that character is still drawing. That's an important note. So you can play that card and then pay the uh, movement fee to put that card into the location. So your character that you just played, like the Peter Pan has been revealed, he will get the lore equal to whatever the value is on the card. So you can uh, play Peter Pan, and while his ink is still drying, immediately move him to the location and get your first lore with him mm -hmm. while he's still drying. This is this is going to be huge for uh, upsetting a lot of strategies, I think. So, as I said, characters can move to locations, even if that character is still drying, for the cost on the left side of the card. Uh, it looks like a little map marker a little bit. Uh, characters at locations act like normal, so they can quest, exert, challenge, they can uh, use any of their abilities, all of that remains the same, um, and when that location is uh, sent is discarded, uh, that character is just like they fall off that location and they just go back into uh, regular play on your board. Um, I think that's an interesting choice on their part. Like, why not when you banish the um, location, you also banish the characters on there? Probably because it would be too breaking. Like, it would it would be too easy. I feel like if they were going to do that, they would need higher willpower and more cards that interact with locations yeah. now they could change this rule rules can change as uh, trading card games develop so we could see once there are sufficient cards out there that have interactions um that rule could change where they say okay now you know if the character is on a, on a, on the board or on the location you know they they're going to get sent to to the discard but i think at this point where we don't have a lot of cards yeah. that interact with locations i think it would be uh, really tough to manage that just 
economy wise. Mm-hmm. Um, locations can also have multiple characters per location. Uh, there's no limit to how many can be on there. And char- characters, this is also an interesting note. Characters cannot leave locations, but they can move to a new location. So once you put your character on a location, the only way that they're going to leave that is if they go to a new one or if that location is banished and they get sent back to just the regular, you know, play play area. I wonder if there'll be like um, actions or like songs that allow you to take characters off of locations there could be in the future but i think at this point we might we're not expecting to see maybe any like negative side effects yet and i think whereas we don't want like there's no benefits yet in removing your character from a location Mm -hmm. once there are benefits i think that's when we'll see the introduction of cards that remove them from there Mm -hmm. Uh, but we can expect to see more cards with abilities related to moving to locations and being at locations because We'll have locations that affect specific characters and specific characters who can do things at specific locations uh, or in general locations. So uh, last note is that they have the same deck building restrictions of four cards per unique name within a deck. Okay, so with Into the Inklands announced, along with four cards, we get a good initial dose of ideas about how locations are going uh, to play into our strategies. We see the new Peter Pan uh, can bump your lore pretty quickly by going from lo- one location to the next. Um, Faith, what locate? Uh, what effects might you think we see at locations? Like with the introduction of these cards, what would you like to see? I don't even know. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I don't know because I don't. The only location we have is the Maleficent's. But what kind of interactions would you like to see? You know? See, I don't know, because I'm not exactly... I feel like I'd have to see them be played first and mm-hmm. feel like how they work for me to be able to answer that question. Because right now I have no idea. That's right. You also don't have any uh, trading card game no. experience. So you also haven't seen how these interact in other games. No. So I guess it'd be pretty fair uh, if you just have no idea where you're going to get in here. So um, don't <laughs> worry. I have tons of ideas. <laughs> Um, I think we can expect to see location effects to build strength and willpower for sure. We're gonna. I'm surprised Maleficent's, Maleficent's castle, you know, because it's a castle that doesn't give extra uh, uh, defense to characters. You know, I feel or like, it's... like if a character's at the location, you have to defeat the location before you can even, you know, uh, directly challenge that character. Oh, that would have been. Be really uh-huh. cool. That's actually a great idea. I, I didn't think about that before. Maleficent's castle is like a very good baseline like location of like the most simple Mm -hmm. i feel like that's just a good one like it's a classic sure i mean i'm a little biased but yeah we're obviously i think can expect to see that locations are also going to be able to give effects to characters that are in locations like healing or giving a character like challenger plus Mm. one plus two or resist plus one plus two something like that like we could have a mouse armor version of location um, I absolutely think that that is in the wheelhouse uh, for the future. Um, <clears throat> I'm not sure at this time, but maybe like a future location will also give us like search the deck ability. Um, so like place this location when a character moves here, search the deck for uh, a princess or search the deck for a king or a queen. Mm. Something like that would be really nice. Oh, what if there is one that was like, it had like a, I'm trying to think of an example. I don't know, like... 
what this? I don't know. The castle in Cinderella, the main castle. Sure. Those like search the deck for Cinderella to go in her mm. castle. Oh yeah, yeah. So something or, like, like that. Yeah, locations that tie in with their associated like characters. Mm-hmm. So the one thing that holds me back though on this one, as much as I love the search the deck idea, is that um, if we have that, you could just keep moving characters onto that location and drawing cards, right? So I thought, okay, what's a way to balance this? And I was thinking, like, what if you can search the deck? Um, and then it banishes that location. Oh, I so like that. So that location's whole purpose is you move a character there, and then you search the deck. Now, that does sound like maybe it'd be better as, like, an action or something. Uh, that sounds a little bit more action card-like. But um, I think we can see something like search the decks mm-hmm. eventually pop it up. You know, we've got years of cards coming out. I'm Every version is going to happen. I'm waiting for something that allows you to take ink out of somebody's... Yeah, especially if you got cards. characters like Belle that like require that ten ink. Mm-hmm. Like maybe they'll come up with something yeah. as a way to like slow it down or stop it. Also, I feel like here soon they're gonna have to up the twenty lore. Twenty feels like way too easy at this point. I know. It's twenty is just too quick to get to, but also it's nice to have a quick game, you know, but also at the same time you it's really hard to get through your deck and like do too much because some like we started seeing where in the support deck i have i i went in round six and well especially with like this um the madam in purple dragon that i'm gonna talk about later she's evasive and has a seven defense in four lore but you also can't get her out until pretty late in the game true it's only a seven play cost but Mm -hmm. like yeah i think it's seven's a lot i mean yeah but I think today I found out that I can get there pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. So, and, and then, like, once she's out, it's, like, a couple turns left, and then it's over. Yeah. So, I don't know. I feel like 20 lore is getting a little bit too light. Mm-hmm. Well, it's possible. We might start seeing location cards that, as long as this location is in effect, uh, opposing players lose a lore one more mm. each round or maybe we start seeing like mm, a li- when this location card comes into effect everyone loses one one um uh blah, 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 one ink you know? i wonder what would would the inks that like get taken out of your ankle would they just go in like the discard pile yeah, would they get put back in your hand i think in the hand would be too much because if you know exactly what, oh, yeah, I put this legendary card right here. I'm going to grab that one specifically, mm. you know? So I feel like it'd be better if it just went to the discard. Because yeah. then, like, you can still get out of the cards out of the discard pretty easily. But, like, at True. least it's going to take an extra action instead True. of going straight to your hand. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, I think uh, there's a lot of fun things they can do with locations. But it's going to be about balancing them. I think that's going to be the hard part. Uh, or maybe something like the Black Cauldron, like the Black Cauldron Chamber. You could sacrifice a character there to then pull out a card from the discard. That oh. would be fun. I mean, that you could also just have the Black Cauldron as an item. That would be fun. It doesn't fun. have to be a location. But I, feel like, like, I feel like the Black Cauldron is going to be an item once they get there. Yeah. But um, the whole room of the Black Cauldron yeah. could be a place. Or just the castle itself. Um, yeah. That would be really cool to see some type of way where you can like exchange a card that you've put down for like even like even if it had to be same equal or less lesser value play uh, 
ink cost wise, um, or you know maybe you're turning them into something stronger so you get to, you know, something that's more at least like one or two extra ink. I don't know. Lots of options here. Um, I'm excited. I've been waiting for the locations to be announced. I for sure thought we were going to have to wait a year before we got Me something Me too. Like this, this was really quick. Set three was um, crazy jump. Like, I thought Six we would... Six months from release I, and you're already dropping locations? I was surprised. I thought we would have, like, set two, like, for, like, six months at least, and then they would give us another set. But it felt oh, like yeah. it came out and then right away. See, a lot of went. new TCGs will go on the three-month cycle for, like, the mm. first year at least. So we can expect to see a new set every three months for a little while. So basically what you're saying is we're going to be broke. We're, yeah, we're going to be broke for a while. Okay. <laughs> Unfortunately. <sighs> All right. Um, <clears throat> one last thing about locations, though. I had a question for you, Faith. So, Steel and Sapphire are the decks for dealing with items, like breaking them, right? So, can we expect them to be the inks that deal with locations, too? Or will we get a new ink? Will one of the other ink colors be given that strategy of, oh, you know, uh, Saf- uh, not Sapphire, uh, Emerald is really good about getting rid of locations? What do you think? Oh. Or do you think it's going to stay the the steel sapphire? I don't know. That's a good question. I was not understanding what you were saying at first, but... So you're saying that steel has, like, the fire the cannons, grab your swords, like, those no, no, type no, no. of things? Those, those are good for doing damage, right? But steel sapphire have a lot of break that item card. Or like, uh, like the beast gets rid of I- I- items oh, when he's yeah. played, or like the break action yeah. where it breaks an item. Like steel and sapphire have cards for for managing people's items. Do you think those will be the same colors used for breaking and getting rid of locations, or will we get a new or will one of the other colors, ink colors, get that um, get that role? I can see it staying silver because that is a very like heavy stall mm-hmm. but i can also see it being like red the ruby ruby would be a great choice uh-huh. because ruby is so much about like attack power and yeah stuff. so i feel like a ruby would be a good choice and i think like just steel too because mm-hmm. those are i feel like are the biggest ones that like focus more on like stalling and attack sure well if you're listening to this podcast uh i would highly encourage you to tweet or comment at us on any of our social medias at quest for five pod and you tell us do you think Steel and Sapphire will continue to be the items uh, or uh, the ink colors that deal with locations like they do items, or do you think a new ink color uh, will take that role? And if so, what ink color? Do you think they'll say the same? Mm. I think they're going to give it to something new. I think they'll let Steel Sapphire deal with items, and they'll have... I think Ruby is the best candidate. Ruby or Emerald. Mm-hmm. Um, Emerald gives me this like nature vibe thing. And nature loves to take back uh, what humans create, you know? So I think natural world destroying this constructed world that we created. I love the imagery of that. And so I think that or the Ruby just because it's like assault. I think since you said sapphire has more like items maybe their new starter deck with the ruby sapphire will include both of those having Mm. like some new cards in there will be more yeah so give it to like those two i don't Mm. know well maybe they'll give us a real good card on christmas to find out about (laughs) i hope they give us a christmas gift of showcasing a bunch of cards but 
maybe it's a little too early for that. Okay, moving on to cards of the week. My card of the week was Arthur, Wizard's Apprentice. He is big surprise. He's... What is that color? (laughs) (laughs) The purple. Okay, whatever. Purple. He's purple. Um... But he is a three play cost, not inkable. He has a three defense and a one attack. Um, he has one lore, but his ability is whenever this character quests, you may return another chosen character of yours to your hand to gain two lore. Which I added him to when we got new cards, I redid my um Sapphire Amethyst deck. Um, and I added a bunch of new cards, and he was the one I added in. Um, and I also added in Merlin Goat, and these two used them together against Michael, and his face was the best thing ever. What did you get, like, eight? You got eight lore in one round. Five. Five? Was it five? Well, I had other characters that I quested. Well, yeah, but it was in one round, but with five, just with that combo. So, Arthur, so I put, so I had Arthur out, and he was all ready to go, like, he was dry, he was out there, and then I put Merlin Goat, and his ability is Here I Come. When you play this character, when he leaves play, you gain one lore. So I played him down, got my one lore, quested Arthur for his one, picked Merlin Goat back up for the two lore from Arthur's ability, and then also gained another lore, because when he leaves play, I get another lore. So, I got five lore just from these two in the one turn, and it was amazing. Michael's face was looking at me like, did you actually just use a strategy? And I was like, <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> so. What's the what's the play cost on Merlin Goat? Four. Four. So, you almost could, if you were, if it was far enough in the game, you could have played him back down. Oh, yeah. And gotten, you know, just one more, squeezed out one more mm-hmm. lore out of that. Um, God forbid you had, like, a card like, um, uh... Oh shoot! It's a ruby card that lets you ready an exerted character because oh, then yeah. you could repeat that strat twice in one turn. You'd have to have a lot of ink, but you, it is a sapphire amethyst deck, so you mm-hmm. could have had enough ink um, <clears throat> at that point to have doubled that strategy, which would have been wild to get sixteen ink in one in one round or ten, 10 ink in one in one turn. Yeah, that but, was. I mean, that's also what I get with Alice. So there's there's a lot of synergy in this game where you can just really hound down either just clearing the board with one character or um or, or really racking up those lore points yeah anyways arthur's my favorite and it was the best watching your facial expression during that and you he like grabbed my cards too to make sure i was playing him right i was like yeah i read them <laughs> it's just very unlike you to have a strategy I, know. So <laughs> I was just shocked i was like hold up here so I'm proud of you. That's Thank what I'm you. Saying. I'm proud of you. What's your card of the week? Uh, it, it's kind of a combo also. Mine was, um, I ended up getting this in two of the games I played firsthand. I had this, mm-hmm. this combo that I got to play. So it was uh, the Queen Regal Monarch, which is a one play cost. Um, and then uh, shifting her for only a cost of two into the queen uh commanding presence which is normally a play cost of five so if you get these two in your first hand draw uh you can actually just shift uh play down the queen you know no one can play no one can do really anything that first round Mm -mm. so you you immediately get into your second round and you get to play the queen presence and um you know she's got four attack three defense right five play cost she's supposed to be a good character she's got two lore which is nice but her ability what i really love was um when you do quest her a chosen opposing character gets minus four attack, 
uh, or strength and uh, this turn and chosen character gets plus four strength this turn so I really like that because you get this out in the second round and then the third round you know you'll play something hopefully maybe with rush uh, you'll you'll quest the queen and that rush character is gets a free attack which takes is going to probably take no damage at that point in the game mm -hmm. and is going to be able to start clearing the board and um, there's just a really good a lot of really good combo opportunities with the queen of just like unexerting her and then um, <clears throat> uh, uh, getting to or yeah questing her and then using another character to take out a court and someone else unexert them you still get that same strength uh, and attack again mm -hmm. uh, just great opportunity right there um, you know what I'm thinking though that would also be an opportunity uh, what that you have a card from I think princess and the frog where it's one attack and nine defense what is that card? oh it's an Alora or something like that it's um, Tiana's mom so this would be also a strat to be able to take her out with mm -hmm. her nine defense um, even if you got that, what's her play cost? Do you remember? Is it high, low, medium? It's not low. It's, it's, high or medium? it's like medium. I can look real quick. I okay. don't think it's like, I have my cards in a plastic bag. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's what that was. To be fair, she has two deck boxes. We just have not bought a third one yet. So, um, let me uh, find but yeah, this, her even here. if you got her out early, um, the queen strategy and unexerting a character uh, giving them plus four attack, this would be that opportunity to get rid of her pretty quick because usually she just puts a timer out in the game, right? Yeah. Uh, but the screen strategy kind of gets rid of that. So anyways, um, I just love all the opportunities you have with the queen. Uh, and it's just, you know, plus and mi the plus minus four, super good. Um, did you find the card? Yes. She is a five play cost. Five play cost. Yeah, so definitely. So you, you know, this queen is really easy to keep her out for a little while, especially if you get... Um, like Simba or Goofy out, which is what I did too. And it just works out pretty, uh, really well to uh, use this in combination, especially like mid-game to get rid of something like her. Which... She also, the um, Tiana's mom, Adora, mm -hmm. I think that's her name, um, she also has a two lore. So that's why he was saying that it yeah. puts like a timer on the game. Yeah, and it's really mm -hmm. easy to just heal, you know, heal back up. Exactly, because this deck that. I also have like Rapunzel and stuff that I figured out that just take damage and then heal it right back up so yeah she lasts for a really long time yep so uh that's my card of the week it's kind of more of a combo of the queen to the queen um but i uh, ooh, what was the combo i want i would normally mention this during organized play but i'm gonna forget it again what was the combo we were oh we were talking about brave and how fun it would be for if, oh, once they yeah. eventually get that card out, and I know it's Pixar, so we're a long ways away. But how fun it would be to have the mom uh, shift into the bear version. Yeah. Uh, you could also do that with the kids, but that would be so. It would be fun. so cute. I think that would be would... so fun. It would be. It would be so cute. Um. So instead of doing a overall card of the week, we have decided to just talk about the strategies that we saw this week. Um. And so one of them was my Arthur and Merlin combo. Um, and the other one Michael is going to talk about. Yeah, so the two other combos uh, came from Orion, who um, is an infrequent uh, uh, player, but he, he's really good. Um, so the two strats that he pulled out was doing a Mulan double bonus. And so 
He had Mulan down. Mulan mm-hmm. took out a character. He played a card to unexert her. She attacked again. This gave the rest of his characters plus two lore um, uh, for that round. So then he just quested with the rest of them. And he just got a, uh, you know, a whole lot of lore in, in one go. And I just thought that was a really good strategy. And I hadn't thought about that after um, I got some of the new cards for the set. Um, I took Mulan out because I was like, ah, I know, I think there's just like better strategies and I don't think she's working out great, but I'm definitely going to put her back in now that um, I seen the, I seen him do um, a double bonus like that. Cause that, that's just, that's re- that could be real handy. Even if it's just to give two characters that double bonus, um, it'll, I think it, it, it has a huge potential for upsetting a match. Um, or giving you an incredible uh, jump up when you're like lagging behind pretty far. Um, the other strategy he came up, uh, he showed was like Ariel in an item deck, and this was Ariel who um, uh, who's is it? Uh, who's, who's it? it? Who's it? And what's it galore? Have you seen the Little Mermaid? As a child. Okay, well, it's who's as it? A, and as what's a grown it ass galore? man, I have not tried to I've watch. Mermaid. Mermaid, so. <laughs> you want thingamabobs? I got 20. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, the Ariel Who's a Collector, which whenever you play an item, you may ready this character. And the thing I love about this is that every time you play that item, it readies her back up and mm-hmm. she can just keep questing. So you, especially if you partner that up with Mulan and you give that double bonus to Ariel. Which is what he did. Yeah, that's three like that's three lore right there you play an item another three six do one more item if you've got and if it's it's a sapphire deck so yeah you've got enough lore to play two three items in one round if you set this up just right ariel who's a collector could give you three six nine oh yeah he went from like zero to like ten in one round because of that combo it i i never even thought of that michael was left speechless a lot I love I love seeing all the new combos. Um, so I think Ariel, who's a collector, I want to see how many cards of those we have. And if we have good enough, then I, I might maybe restructure a little bit. But I love Sapphire is my um, support deck. And I don't think that I would want to change that strategy enough to make the, the item deck possible. But, you know, as set three comes out, knows maybe we'll have a fourth deck who knows lord knows we have enough cards exactly um but i'm definitely getting mulan back in my assault deck because that's a great option although Mm -hmm. that assault deck does not uh quest much at all so and you know i might add that as a supplemental strategy i've got we've got four we've got five six mulans oh yeah we've got a bunch so yeah uh, anyways, those are the strategies we saw that I just I had to mention. Um, maybe someone out there is building their deck and they're going to hear this and they're like, "Ah, great! I'll make that a core strategy." Because highly recommend any of the strategies mm-hmm. we talk about. We we see them dominating at our uh, local game store organized play. So uh, take them into consideration. Uh, also, you could tweet at us your favorite strategy uh, that you are not seeing other people play. Uh, let us know what little hidden gems you've come up with. All right, so we're going to jump into organized play, which we've kind of already been talking about, but um, just want to talk more about it. I would like to say we are only missing, I think last week or the week before, we were missing like four or five cards for the first chapter. It was like three weeks ago, actually. And the people that we play with have been so nice, and now we are only missing, what, like three? 
Maybe two. We need to double check after this episode yeah. is done recording. So we almost have all of them from the first chapter, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. I I'm finally sure. got my second Ursula. Mm-hmm. Only have two of them now, but love her. Um, oh, that's another deck I want to build. I want to build a deck that's specifically used for multiplayer games. Mm, yeah. Because all of my decks are almost solely built with the mindset of going one-on-one. Uh-huh. And so I really struggle... Like, it's really rare that I do good or win, let alone yeah. win, in multiplayer games. I own them. Usually, everyone's at, like, 15, 16 lore, and I've still got, like, two or three. Yeah. Um, what, for whatever reason, like, my, my decks just do not work multiplayer-wise. But yeah. go on, Faith. Um, A card that I played this week that I was so happy about was the Madam in Purple Dragon, which I mentioned earlier. The seven play cost... She has a five attack and seven defense. She has four lore. And she's evasive. And then when you play this character, banish her or return two chosen characters of yours to your hand. So I had two out there that were almost about ready to be taken out. Just laid her down, picked those two back up. And then within like two turns, game was over because she quested for four. And I don't think in the deck you were playing with, you had any evasive. I did not have anything evasive. So there's nothing I could do to challenge her. Yeah. So that was great. Yeah, because that deck also, it's my villain deck I was playing with, maybe? I don't remember, but I, I think love her. I villain deck, and I don't have anything that targets either. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, she was a close runner-up for best card of the week. Mm. I liked her a lot. Um, also, my deck that I was saying, the Amber Sapphire? No. I think it's Amber Steel. Yeah, Amber Steel. That has the seven dwarves in it. I think last time I was saying that I needed to add more dwarves because that didn't quite work. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I still need to do that. I didn't change it because I didn't want to. Um, <laughs> Just, it never got to it. No. Um, I didn't add more dwarves in there, but I played it today. And it went better than last time. I think that that one time I played it was just a bad shuffle. Because I did... The both times I played it, I won... And the second time, I did draw another seven dwarfs, and I actually got to play Bashful with his three lore. Mm. Um, but I do think I still need to add some more in there. But it went way better, and I like this deck a lot more than I did last week. Good. I like all my decks. Same. Um, it's hard for me to pick a favorite, but I do think like the support deck is so much fun to play. Um, but so is my soul deck. I think those two take the cake, but this villain deck... like. I don't know. I've been wanting to build. I've been wanting a villain deck to be good since um, the beginning. Since we got this game, right? Um, and we're so close. I think it's. I'm really enjoying it. Um, I'm committed to my villain deck being um, Amber Amber Amethyst. Um, but I think I just need some one more fun strat in there for this to be really fun. Um, but who knows? I'll, I'll, I'll take it again next week and see what happens. I think my favorite deck is still the one since I've had from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. The one, I don't think it has any new cards in it. It just has that one. Oh, wow. Okay. It's the one you make custom sleeves for. It's got mm, Dr. Tink. F, my big tinks. <laughs> Dr. F and big tink. There you go. Yep. Dr. F, big tink <clears throat> and the Ursula and mm. like Taka. All those ones are in there, and I really love playing this one still, and I don't think I would ever change it, because I do really like it. Mm-hmm. And then this new, like, all the new purple cards that we got, sorry, Amethyst, all the new Amethyst cards we got, I put in the steel, not steel, 
Sapphire one, and I do really like those two together. I would like to see, you know, set three, set four, five, six, as it continues. I would like to see, if you do keep that deck the same as it is, mm -hmm. how viable it continues to Ooh, be. yeah. Because then it's kind of, it might serve at least as some kind of a benchmark of scope, uh, of power creep that some people yeah. talk about. Like, oh, you know, every first new sets are going to get so much powerful and, and like, you're not going to be able to like compete with with original cards. But like, who knows, you know, maybe, let's keep that and see, you know, after set three, four and five, does that, are you still winning somewhere else? Yeah. Or are you just I mean, totally losing? yeah, because right now I still do so good with this deck. Like yeah. she's still my number mm -hmm. one best gal here. Granted, we're only in set two. Yeah. But We'll She's see. been doing, it's been doing so good, and I think that this one, I think overall is my most fun to play, but I have enjoyed these new ones because they are all new cards. Yeah. And, like, the Amber, Amber I've never played Amber before, mm -hmm. and I think that's why I also really like it so much, too, is because it's a new color. But sure. purple is, purple's my bitch. I love her. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. You have your Sapphire, I've got my Amethyst. I love her. Yeah. And she will remain in my two decks. Okay. Well, um, we had an okay turnout today at Organized Player Cap. It was, you know, four of us getting to be kind of the standard. Um, although I stopped by our local game store um, earlier this week, and they were running the, the first One Piece event, and it was packed. Every single seat was taken up by a player there to play um, One Piece and <clears throat> granted that game released a year ago they just had their anniversary um so they've had a lot more time to get stock out there a lot more time to get uh more people showing up and buying decks um before this first event so i'm hoping that a year from now with Lorcana, we see the same thing where every seat is full and we have to race to get there before other people to get a good seat you know mm -hmm. uh that's my hope um, I'm also thinking, though, that our local game store is getting their restock um, with uh, decks, with starter decks this week. So maybe that might get us a, a couple new players. So. Maybe maybe just one new player, you know, buys the deck and they're like, oh, you know, I want to play this. And the store's like, well, every time someone buys and they don't show up, they're like, oh, you know, come here and play, you know. So I'm hoping that we get that. It's a lot of hope in that last that yeah. little speech. I but, really hope because <clears> a lot of people have just stopped coming yeah, I don't know. Like we said before, we're in a college town. Finals start the day this episode releases. So there's that. But there is also the fact that, you know, people have stopped showing up. Like um, Luke hasn't been, Luke was like a die hard. Mm -hmm. Came every week, was always there, and he hasn't been there in what, like three, four weeks now? He hasn't been here since before Thanksgiving. Yeah. So, don't know. Also, we decided that with our overstock. Of our cards, we're gonna build my mama deck. Yeah, I think let her build a deck. Is that, okay. I think that's a better option. Like I know this isn't through. spoiling because she won't listen to this. She's a fake fan. Oh, okay. <laughs> you don't know. Maybe she's the one that listened to five episodes yesterday. Maybe. We'll see. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. Let me just mute that little ding in the background. Xbox notifying me that uh, there's a new game. Um. Anyways. Uh, played my villain deck for the first time uh, since I rebuilt it, and um, already said what I needed to say about it. It's fun. I just feel like it's missing just one little piece to it, but hmm. I'm committed. Like, I want villain deck. Yeah, uh, you've been, it, been talking about it. villain deck for a minute now. I've been talking about villain deck since the game came out. Yeah, literally the first thing he was like, oh my god, I'm going to build a villain deck. 
I love it, dude. It's just so much fun. And it's like, it's so good. And Even also, though you've got a scar in there. No, oh, God. Shut up with the scar thing. <laughs> um, I also want to bring this up. We talked about this in a local game store, but it would be so much fun if we saw um, <clears throat> a whole set where the uh, the attributes of characters switched. So, like, we had our villains turn into heroes and our heroes turn into villains. I think we would have such fun imagery of imagining, like, Maleficent or the Queen being actual, like, righteous heroes. And we see Cinderella turn dark and evil, um, you know, or... Uh, or um, My favorite thing was when you... The first thought was, all oh, hey, 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 hey is a villain. Yes! Oh, <laughs> thanks for reading that up. I forgot about that. So... I had to explain this to Faith because she's not watched Star Wars before. I know. I'm trying. I do what I can. Uh, I'm raising her. I'm trying to raise her. Raising her? Shut up. <laughs> um, so anyways, uh, I love the idea of Hey actually being a secret evil mastermind like the theory of Jar Jar Binks. Um, this is where I had to teach Faith because she doesn't know Star Wars. Um Jar Jar Binks secretly being a Sith Lord that's actually controlling the Senate, that's actually the one behind everything, right? I love the idea of an evil Hey Hey, who his dumb act is all a facade, and uh, an evil version of him would just be so much fun. It would be like uh, uh, Toby from Naruto, you know, he's like, he's a silly, playful guy, he's like, ha ha ha, and then, he, and then he's like, boom, actually, I'm Obito. A Uchiha, and I am doing everything evil. When you said Toby, I really thought you were going to make an office reference, and I got so happy, and then you didn't. I'm so. sorry to disappoint you. It's okay. Yeah. Anyways, I made a Naruto one, and you'll get that one eventually. We started watching Naruto, and so maybe you'll get that mm-hmm. a reference someday. <laughs> okay. That's a maybe look. Kind of an office joke, but that's fine. Okay, you can did, you can hide your try um, it. likeness towards that show. Uh, I don't. I, you know what? Try <laughs> to bring in. I'm trying to just try to bring in an office reference to this. I, I think it'd be really hard. Moving on. Moving on. Um, I got some ideas for how to change my deck today. Um, like we talked about in the overall strategies that we really liked. Um, I want to put Ariel and Mulan back in after seeing the combos. But I, I don't know. I'm going to have to reevaluate my decks if I do that and how to build those. Um, although my assault deck does have room for changing. Um, but I might skip out on the aerial for the reasons I previously mentioned. But the Mulan strat is something I've absolutely got to put in there because I have uh, plenty of opportunities for um, unexerting a character already in my assault deck. So it would be perfect for, for putting Mulan in there. Um, the only reason I didn't was because... Um, when I built the assault deck, I built it around the idea of, oh, I will take out other characters, and that is the way I gain more, like mm-hmm. her, Aladdin Heroic Outlaw. And I just blocked out any opportunity of like what Mulan does. Mm-hmm. Uh, so after seeing that in action, I'm like, oh, I made a mistake. I gotta bring that back. Mm-hmm. Um, that's my notes for Orinette's play. Uh, it was a really exciting uh, time this uh, uh, this week, just because we got to see new strategies. It was, and we had a lot of really good conversations, I think, this yeah. week, too. Even though it was just us four, I think maybe it was uh-huh. just a good combo. Yeah. Uh, it originally started off with five, but if the person had to leave after 15 minutes, um, oh well. Love that she but, still came, though. Yeah, Shout she out still Kristen. came. She's like, oh, I Amazing. still want to play and say hi. And so she like came by. She even she even uh, paid. And she, was only, she, wasn't, she didn't even finish one game. 
Yeah. She got like, I don't know, five, six rounds in or four or five rounds and then she left. I was like, dang. But anyways, beauty, that's beauty her pulse. personality though. We love mm-hmm. her. Yeah. Um and Kristen, yes, we do remember your name. <laughs> anyways, um I don't know. You got any other notes for this plane? Nope. Okay. That's a head that's a head shake. She's got nothing. Um so let's move on. Okay, Faith, let's open some facts. Did <laughs> you say it like that? Yeah, it sounds dumb. <laughs> Whatever, just open some packs. We have two packs we got from Organized Play because uh, our local game store did get uh, their um, their cards for our season two. Lots of audio texture. We could make an ASMR episode of just us opening packs. What was the card that Orion wanted? <laughs> That's what it sounded like when it comes out. I don't know. I I will. It's it's, okay, it's a great mouse to type. A fidget. Card. Let me see. Is that what he wants? I don't think it was fidget. Oh. I think maybe like something something like something close to like. Flubber. I love we were out there and you, he told you the name and you're like, oh yeah, I remember that in my head. I was like, there ain't no way in hell he's gonna remember that name. No, it's like I will remember <laughs> when I see it because it sounds so weird to say it out loud. Okay, we got a panic. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, panic's the green one, right? Yes. Oh, okay. I got enough of that one. We had another pain though too. I know. I think I need one more pain. Love the pain panic combo. Um, James role model, love him. Mm, yeah. Also one of the best Disney dads ever. Yep, there it is. What? Move. Keep keep opening. What's our cards? The Queen. Okay, I think I might have four already. We're good there. Um, croquet mallet. Uh is that one new for us? Um, I don't know. Banish this item, chosen character gains rush this turn. Mm. I don't know. I don't remember. Um, Donald Duck Deep Sea Diver. Cute. You can fly. Pick a fight. You can fly is definitely new for us. I feel like we have one. You think so? I think so. I don't know. But a character gains evasive. Mm. Pick a fight. Daisy Duck Secret Agent. Sick. Pack Tactics. Oh, I like that one. Gain one lore for each damage character. Christ. Yeah. That's a good card. We have one Scar, of those. Scar, Vicious Cheater. And Donald Duck, Deep Sea Driver, and a foil. Let me see this Vicious Cheater real quick. Um, it's the Rush and during... Oh! Oh! I've been waiting for this card. During your turn, whenever this character banishes another character in a challenge, you may ready this character. He can't quest for the rest of the turn. Yeah, this is one of those <laughs> Look cards. Look at the sound booth when you said that. <laughs> Open the next pack. I'm very excited about this sheet. I didn't think we were going to get another one. We were going to find one of those. And I just thought we were going to have luck. Okay. Leave me alone. Some of these open so easily and some of them don't. Yeah, this is, this is partially why we gave up filming it. All right, we got another blue. Cool, cool. What's his attack? Strength. Four. Four. Okay. Array. Mm. Cute. The um, easygoing firefly. Nothing to hide. Another Adora. 
love her. Cusco wanted Llama. Benji, Guardian of the Dragon Gem. Um, a Pinocchio on the run. Um, another Dopey. Judy Hops. Gaston, Intellectual Powerhouse. Peter Pan Shadow. And a foil Duke Weaselton. I really had a feeling in my bones when I woke up this morning that we were going to get our first enchanted card. Nope. Apparently everybody else at League has got one but us. Yeah. Straight up. I don't. We just have bad luck. I don't think necessarily that, but. For, for finding. For finding enchanted, sure. Yeah. You know, we've had good luck finding legendary cards. Yeah. We have a lot of legendary cards. No enchanted. I, I got even better feeling about next week. Next week has got to be it. Okay. Okay. We'll manifest it for you. Stay tuned for more tips, strategies, and updates in our future episodes. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and follow us on social media at quest for 5 pod on Twitter, Instagram, Mastodon, and TikTok. Thank you for joining us on Quest for 5. Until next time, keep summoning, questing, and may your inkwells never run dry. Unless there's a card that says it will. Thank you.